clear idea of when uh, to start a foot chase. They also say they hope it keeps officers and residents safer. So far this year, 25 officers have been shot at or shot. And Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown hopes to put a stop to them with a new foot chase policy created in the wake of two fatal police-involved shootings. Adam Toledo and Anthony Alvarez, who both were armed when they ran from police in separate pursuits in March 2021, were not mentioned in today's announcement. But Mayor Lori Lightfoot demanded the department create an interim police policy after those shootings. And under the new policy, the chase of Alvarez would not have been allowed. The reality is um, it's important that we make sure that violent, dangerous people are are, are uh, dealt with and sometimes that means you got to pursue them but I also want the officers to be able to come home at night at the end of their watch I don't want residents to be at risk as a result of that superintendent Brown says this will add another layer of accountability and at the same time helping identify patterns within foot pursuits that can be used for training and policy revisions some of the policies highlighted include members may only engage in or continue a foot pursuit if there is a valid law enforcement need to detain the person they must establish reasonable suspicion or probable cause members and superiors must complete a new foot bicycle pursuit report following the completion of a foot pursuit department members are prohibited from initiating or continuing a pursuit if they think the risk to its members and public outweighs the arrest foot pursuit policies have been part of law enforcement for over a decade now just because chicago pd is now implementing a permanent one the impacts on crime has been studied, and we can look back at foot pursuit policies. It's made officers safer, and it's made the community safer. And the new policy will not be implemented until all officers are trained. Now, Superintendent Brown told us today that he expects all officers to be trained by the end of the summer. I'm reporting live at CPD headquarters. Ralph Sneed, WGN News. All right, so... And now, an important message. Oh, here we go. All right, so... <laughs> This is an important message regarding the foot pursuit policy and it's something that you know what let's just <laughs> let's just go on ahead and take it away. I think it's better explained if you just watch it. <laughs> Here we go. From CPD. Good evening fellow Chicagoans. I am Deputy Chief Mike Braun of the Bureau of Organized Chaos the uniform section. I am here to back Superintendent Lightfoot's decision to change the superintendent's policy on foot pursuits by introducing tools that would allow our department members to do their job appropriately. You understand that Chicago police serve the citizens of Chicago daily as we fight with courage, pride, and dedication. As we begin to roll out our new foot pursuit policy, bear in mind that Superintendent Lightfoot and Superintendent Brown of the Chicago Police Department have outlined several initiatives to bring about this CPD foot pursuit policy. You have heard these issues that have been brought to the Chicago Police Department by way of several events that are going to take place in the near future before the policy becomes official later on this year. With that having been said, we are very interested in the health, safety, and welfare of our officers, and we are rolling out department footwear authorized by the Chicago Police Department to assist our members in making sure that they are able to do their job and not engage in needless foot pursuits. 
footwear such as the Sunday's best shoes. In no way, shape, form, or fashion would you ever attempt to engage in a foot pursuit in these type of shoes. You might not have feet afterwards. If you've been on the job for quite some time, you might want to try these shoes, the penny loafers. I know my grandfather had some of these, and my father did too. They told me they had to go to work in them, and I was like, how is that even possible? If you're in command, <laughs> say no more. We have just the shoes for you. With shoes this white, there is no way, shape, form, or fashion you would even assist your officers in foot pursuits because you don't want to get these dirty. If you're a lady, or I'm sorry, a policewoman, excuse me, we are recommending that you get these shoes. They may be good for dancing in the Holy Spirit, if you're from the African-American community, but they are definitely not the type of shoes that you would want to wear on a foot pursuit. We hope that you understand that the Chicago Police Department is taking every initiative in making sure that we are giving you the best service to serve and protect the citizens of Chicago with courage, pride, and dedication. Again, this is Deputy Chief Mike Braun of the Bureau of Organized Chaos, the Uniform Section. CPD, serving with courage, pride, and dedication. Now, y'all know I ain't shit. You already know. You already know. You are. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I made that shit a long time ago. Oh, my God. Watch they go buy those shoes. <laughs> Laura, you missed it. <laughs> Chicago police. <laughs> Chicago police got a new foot pursuit policy and I'm like fuck it roll out the shoes don't chase no one fuck it don't chase nobody <sighs> now is the time to go to Dunkin Donuts this would be a nice commercial for Dunkin Donuts to come <laughs> John you missed it uh oh you missed CPD's Damn it. John's fault. I've been there. I've been there. I've been there with the phone falling. That's okay. I've been there. <laughs> oh, shit. You missed CPD. I, I take it you had a class today. Um, No, I was doing some other stuff. Oh, shit. Okay. No, no. I got it. I got it. I got I got class this weekend. I got it. Fair enough. Me too. Uh, I don't know y'all's deputies or officers, but most of ours can't outrun a square tire. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough, but Chicago's got some runners. Chicago's got some officers who could definitely run their butts off. Did you hear about CPD's new, uh... <laughs> you missed it, man. I outlined the new footwear that Chicago should wear, man. <laughs> you stupid. The Sunday loafers uh -uh. and shit. You said your mayor looks like all, <laughs> all of our worst day. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit wow. like she wears the stress of everybody on her face in every press conference that's fucked up yeah, hey marquise you are not like oh what i miss <laughs> look at look at charlie's comments 
You said, Mike, your mirror looks like all of our worst day. <laughs> oh. That was a good laugh. Thank you, Charlie. Fuck. <laughs> D'Artagnan said, um, I have a question regarding justification and a legality situation in which I was in. Might need some clarification if you have time to hear about it. Sure. Oh, shit. Put it on the screen. I don't know where the fuck that came from. I'm, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that shit came out. I had a little... 2028. Nobody want to hear that shit. <laughs> oh, damn it. All right. Yeah, we outline. So, yeah, put it on the screen so that way, D'Artagnan, we can talk about it. Uh, those of you all who are watching, like, comment, share, all that great stuff. I know I made a post. I made a post. I see it. We're not having a show tonight. And then I said, fuck that. We're having a show tonight. So, <laughs> this shit, shit changed just like that. I don't fucking know. Like, why stop? Uh, hey, just like anybody else, you can change your mind, man. Hell yeah. Shit, what up? You said I was only so. I was only playing God of War and watching uh, Michael in the middle with the wife. So, hey, this is only going to be a probably a short show. I never said we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. So I said we're going to talk about the CPD foot pursuit policy, Amazon Damn. shooting. You said what happened to my Instagram live? I do Instagram lives. I haven't done one in a while, but I still do them. I should. Whatever. I'll get back to that, John Doe. What's up? Uh, I said we we're gonna talk. Amazon had a shooting in the parking lot. Yeah, yesterday. Out in Madsen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, you said cops just went observe and report. Yes, dude. That's it. That's all you can well, do. Well, it's supposed to be for minor misdemeanor crimes. Man, look. Somebody gonna. I'm telling you. Somebody gonna get banged on that foot pursuit pop. I'm gonna play that video again with me and, and what I recommend. That's just, I don't know if y'all seen the video before. I'm gonna go ahead and play it again. This shit is hilarious. Here we go. Wouldn't that be the front of her head? Front of who's head? Important message. Hmm. All right, here we go. From CPD. Good evening, fellow Chicagoans. I am Deputy Chief Mike Braun of the Bureau of Organized Chaos, the uniform section. I am here to back Superintendent Lightfoot's decision to change the superintendent's policy on foot pursuits by introducing tools that would allow our department members to do their job appropriately. You understand that Chicago police serve the citizens of Chicago daily as we fight with courage, pride, and dedication. As we begin to roll out our new foot pursuit policy, <laughs> Bear in mind that Superintendent Lightfoot and Superintendent Brown of the Chicago Police Department have outlined several initiatives to bring about this CPD foot pursuit policy. You have heard these issues that have been brought to the Chicago Police Department by way of several events that are going to take place in the near future before the policy becomes official later on this year. With that having been said, we are very interested in the health, safety, and welfare of our officers, and we are rolling out department footwear authorized by the Chicago Police Department to assist our members in making sure that they are able to do their job and not engage in needless foot pursuits. Footwear such as the Sunday's Best 
shoes. In no way, shape, form, or fashion would you ever attempt to engage in a foot pursuit in these type of shoes. You might not have feet afterwards. If you've been on the job for quite some time, you might want to try these shoes, the penny loafers. I know my grandfather had some of these, and my father did too. They told me they had to go to work in them, and I was like, how is that even possible? If you're in command, <laughs> say no more. We have just the shoes for you. With shoes this white, there is no way, shape, form, or fashion you would even assist your officers in foot pursuits because you don't want to get these dirty. If you're a lady, or I'm sorry, a policewoman, excuse me, we are recommending that you get these shoes. They may be good for dancing in the Holy Spirit if you're from the African-American community, but they are definitely not the type of shoes that you would want to wear on a foot pursuit. We hope that you understand that the Chicago Police Department is taking every initiative in making sure that we are giving you the best service to serve and protect the citizens of Chicago with courage, pride, and dedication. Again, this is Deputy Chief Mike Braun of the Bureau of Organized Chaos, the Uniform Section. CPD, serving with courage, pride, and dedication. You did not put on the Saturday Night Fever specials. I swear I did. I swear I did. On that screen. I swear I did. All I thought about was John Travolta when I saw the white shoes, boy. <laughs> oh, some stand alive face to ass somebody. <laughs> oh my god! It showed more than a woman face to ass face. You not chasing. Boy. Right, Christmas. Get said, you one of those face Look, oh you not chasing no one in those shoes. Like, Bruh. Squ- squad, they gone. You I'm ain't not... walking in them shoes. Forget chasing. Shit, man. You write, do you write tickets from the window? Talk about some. Yeah. I will, I will on, chase you with these this. shoes. Hurt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, nah. How you gonna pull somebody over? Have them come to your car? Hey, dude, listen, I can't, <laughs> I can't walk to the, walk to the back, please. What? Come here, walk back. Just walk step back. out slow. <laughs> walk to the back. All right, guys, let's move on to another issue. Here we go, because that's a dumb policy. Here we go. Hey, frightening scene oh. outside of a south. Can't see shit. Oh. Yeah, you said I've never been in Chicago, but I know the better sure they step out on the good foot. You kind of got no choice. You kind of got no choice. Here we go. I don't even know what the shooting was about, but let's go to it. Suburban Amazon warehouse today. Gunfire erupted in the parking lot. From Chopper 2, you can see police putting up yellow evidence markers outside the massive Amazon facility in Madison, Illinois. Witnesses told police two people got into an argument in a parking lot this morning. It One started shooting, but no one was hit. Both people involved had taken off by the time police arrived. Investigators say they have identified a person of interest and there is no danger to the public. After we- So, and I know this, this next one's going to be a hotly uh, contested issue that we're going to talk about with the gun bill. Um... Did y'all hear anything about what the heck even happened out there in Madison? No, I didn't. I knew that there was a shooting in the Amazon parking lot, but right. I didn't know the details. I knew that. One of my buddies that work out there was telling me about it. Project <laughs> Veteran Overwatch. Yeah, Amazon? we just had one at the mall by us. In Bradley. It was on the news. It was actually was a rival gang drive-by. 
they uh, popped off on some property and and uh, busted out um, one of the main entrance windows. What's messed up is actually my youngest was supposed to be up there for a local car show that was going on at the moment. Aren't you glad sometimes when things don't work out like? He was actually pulling in the parking lot with his friends and cops had stopped him and said, hey, you guys got to leave. That works. That works. And they were running about 30 minutes late. Chicago Mike the Shooter, what's going on, sir? Um, Oh, yeah, I was very grateful for that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's when it it works out. So are we. Yeah. And we talked about this in the FBI report where these active shooter incidents take place, manufacturing factories, stuff like that. I just hope that I just hope that people watching this are starting the Project Veteran Overwatch or something of its equivalent or even better where you are. Because, I mean, we can't stop everything, but that would be nice to mitigate some of this stuff. Does that make sense? So long as they follow certain guidelines and pledges and stuff. Right, right, right. Or even come up with something better. I don't know. All right. Let's like I see, you want nobody with the with the Rambo bandana and the bandolier of of forty cal around a body. Yeah, that part. All right, here we go. D'Artagnan, you said you're gonna put your issue up there. You said you found a guy hiding in the bushes and was acting irregular when you instructed him to stand up. Were you justified if you were to use your pepper ball gun to stop him from jumping in the riverbank from fleeing? Okay, no. we, we need more context with I'll this. I'll say there's context, a lot of context, but essentially if your life is not in danger, you shouldn't be using any type of force. If he wants to jump into the riverbank, let him go, let him. let him go. The eels will get his hoe. I don't know. I mean, then we got to ask, is this in Illinois or a whole other state? No, I doubt he's in Illinois. D'Artagnan, are you in Illinois? What I was going to say is, number one, why was he hiding in the bushes? Number two, was there any exigency to even contact him? If he in the bushes, it ain't bother nobody, it ain't bother nobody else, unlike the people inside of um, Texas. Yeah, yeah. Then you don't. Then you don't really get involved. That's what I. Yeah, you said you found a guy hiding in the bushes. Where you on? He's got some more. Here we go. But he possibly had a firearm on him, which made him erratic. After I heard the shots fired and counted, and encountered him there. Okay, D'Artagnan. Okay, he says he's in Texas. D'Artagnan, you got to provide more context. It's like you beeline right to the middle of a story, and you didn't get to a. I was on it. Well, hold on. I'm police or private security. Let's start there, right? Are you police, private security, or is this a private matter? He wouldn't ask you if he was police. Huh? He wouldn't ask you that if he was police. He could be a rookie. He wouldn't ask you that if he was police. All right, okay, I'll give you that. He, I would, have... acted, he would act differently if he was police. Yeah. That's not 5-0 talk right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, no, because I mean, 5-0 would have no issues obviously questioning someone that's acting yeah already. that's a terry versus ohio situation so it sounds like it's, yeah it's not like security no gun either. yeah but it sounds like security or private citizens so let's just assume without you giving context and i hope you're typing context that you're a security <coughs> officer right private security that's what i thought private security so first of all i don't know about texas law but I am Ooh, going pause. to. I'm not pause. Let's let's dive into this. Sure. 
were you private security for the area where this man was hiding in the bushes? Yeah. Before we start diving into the laws and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I, I like more context. I mean, yeah. the, the disadvantage is we can say a thousand and one things, but this is the most pieced out conversation we've had so far. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can go as far as was his pants down? Was he taking a dump? You know I mean, was he taking a piss? Bruh. Uh, which on the west side of Chicago, that's normal. leaves to wipe his ass. I mean... Madison and Western, I, you you might find. I'm just saying. Yeah, Madison and Pulaski. What you talking about, bro? Yeah, just all of Madison except the West. <laughs> Maybe the shots fired that you heard made him shit himself. Right. You know what I mean. And so, maybe he had a flashback, and you know what I mean. The the bladder let go. It could have been. There's a lot of context. Yeah, flashback. that we're not getting in this, and so I look at it like I am almost certain that the law. You said YouTube chat won't let me type everything, and yes, I am. No, okay. it won't. They, they limit how much you can say. <clears throat> yeah, you just got to piecemeal it, you know. But yep. if, if you're private security, one, like Marquise rightfully said, do you are you servicing a contract? Are you an employee on that particular area? That's got to be number one. Because if yep. you're not even contract security on that particular area you just happen to be private security there's no such thing as a uh, off-duty <laughs> private security <laughs> and two what is in the contract right or you is it is your contract say to intervene or is it just literally let me call the cops when i see something and because it, that's what? something that a lot of security contractors don't know and they don't understand is that you put on the uniform and your ass become Superman. But you don't realize your contractual in the world, Craig. I fight security. But your contractual obligation may be nothing more than to be a deterrent. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you need to do is call. So without knowing the contract, without knowing the situation, without knowing the property, without knowing why this guy had was in your bushes. There's a lot of context in there. So for me, I can't comment being in the security industry. I'm going to tell you like this. I'm a firm believer and I tell anyone this. Not my monkeys, not my circus. If my contract does not say my body needs to intervene with property, call the cops. I'm not going to shoot, pepper spray, tase. Nunchuck, I'm not doing a goddamn thing against a person for someone else's property. And I mean that wholeheartedly. So I'm the wrong person. Hey man, I need you to protect my house. Fine. I'll protect your house as much as I can. <coughs> What's your um, cop response in this area, though? Yeah. I'm not going to get shot for someone's crib. I just don't see any exigency in you chasing after someone who decided to take a dip in the river because... Here's this, and I'm going to get to the rest of your comment, D'Artagnan. Even if you hit him in the butt with some type of non-lethal, one, you're not going to be able to justify because he was leaving you. Two, you're not going to stop him from dumping into the river. He's just going to dump into the river with a sore ass. You see his uh, comment? I see his comment I'm going to put up there. You said, no, actually, the contract says uh, states to stop anyone from any irregular activity or malicious intent to property and people. I did radio it into our dispatch along with my sergeant. Go ahead, Marquise. Where's the bush in relation to the property? 
That's one. And two, let, let's talk about contracts, right? <clears throat> so I am notorious for teaching my students for them, not for the security company. And here's what I mean. Not every security company is a good company. Not every good contract is a good contract. First of all, your job should be to prevent a crime through, you know, other methods that have nothing to do with physical contact unless you absolutely, physical contact has to be the very, 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 I got no other choice. I try to disengage and fuck it. You know, it's just, oh my God, it's either my life or theirs. Like very, very, very last. And then after that, observe and report, right? There are companies that are out here who will boost your head up to make you think you are something more than you are. They will support police-like activity and get you to do cop shit all the while. You get into a lawsuit and you will be hung out to dry. Quickly. And so even though the contract states to stop anyone from any irregular activity, I'm going to act like said boss who will try to finagle the word stop. See, you may think stop may mean physically stop. I may mean stop means, hey, stop. And then that stops a person showing my presence. And then that stops. So the word stop is an ambiguous term that you need to be smart enough as a smart pawn. Let's go there, right? To ask the question of your employer, if you could, first let's preface it. Would it be too much trouble, sir, if I asked you a question? Number one. Number two, if I asked you the question, it could be triggering. I could be saying some things you may not want to hear. Am I okay to ask that question? Let them know what you're about to ask. That's just me, right? Now that's me. Me, before, I would just ask the shit. And, I, and I've learned how to ask questions better because you got to give a person permission in certain in these day and ages this day and age you got to give them permission to be able to say ah maybe not go back on duty and now you know this will save your job save your ass too right Mm -hmm. then if they give you the permission to do it sir when you say stop what do you mean by stop and could you put that in writing in writing so that you have it why do i say so that you have it in the event they fire you they write you up some other kind of shit, you might have a cause of action, so to speak, if you got it in writing what they identify as stop and if it complies with the law. Because there's always these little words that have gray areas to stop anyone from any irregular activity. Irregular activity is ambiguous. What you may think is irregular may be different from what the company or the owner of the security company thinks is irregular. Malicious intent. What in fact is malicious intent to property? What is that specific property and people who are these people? Does any of this make sense? And last but not least, I sent this to Mike last week. You got five responsibilities as security. Deter, detect, delay, respond, mitigate. That is it. My thing is this. When it comes down to any physical activity of you putting hands on somebody or getting involved in something, I've mentioned this multiple times. You need three things for perfect security. 
people checking process. It should have just been this simple. If a person is on this property, what am I supposed to do? Ask them. Make sure that you have the understanding of what you're supposed to do. We've had this conversation multiple times. Every communication is the worst form of communication. It really is. Because what I'm saying might mean something different to me than it does to John, than it does to Mike. But we, unless I understand where or what I'm saying to these people and they understand what I'm saying and I can put it in a way that they understand, we're just talking and eventually it's gonna be one of these sessions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the last thing you want is a room full of grown people, someone's talking and one of y'all is order, and the rest of y'all is just going. Cause that amen session is you literally, without knowing, you're signing off on whatever someone is saying because no time during that conversation did you go, wait, what? Nope, you went. So without understanding, communication is horrible and effective communication is the only way to go. So in my personal opinion, for security, if it's not spelled out, what we supposed to do? What is the process? If this happens, what am I supposed to do? If this happens, what am I supposed to do? If someone breached the property, what am I supposed to do? They might think you may, they might think you slow, but no, it's the understanding. If you work with different security companies, protocols are always different. If you go to any security company and their protocols are exactly like the last place you was at, that's bull. We all do security different. Because most security don't teach de-escalation. And then they, I can even piggyback off of that because obviously you're going to have their SOPs and you know what I mean and everything else. And you're going to ask those questions about these all these different situations. But ultimately, in the security world, you got to have an understanding of level of force. <sighs> Just you know talked I mean? about that in you class. You have to have an understanding of level of force. Yep. Just because someone is hiding in the bushes doesn't mean you get to pop them with a pepper ball gun. Do you know what I mean? There, there's, there's context to everything. Mm -hmm. So when you're sitting there, and that's why I said, doesn't mean that you get to pop them with a pepper ball gun. When you, when you confront them verbally, what is happening? Did they jump up and fucking shit themselves and start running away? Okay, they ran away. There's no more force. The person's gone. Were they running away? So you have a duty to protect property, okay? And you see them stealing property, okay? If you've been told to engage that person with a pepper ball gun, Okay, well, now you got that in writing that you're supposed to stop them from stealing property via your pepper ball gun. Mm -hmm. So, again, you got to understand use of force. And, and then, the day, and no matter what their SOPs are, you as a security officer have to understand use of force. And I'm going to tell you this. There may be a company that tells you, I want you to shoot them with a pepper ball gun, and you need to say no because they're no longer a threat. They're gone. That's what you have insurance for. Write that shit off. I'm going to tell you, I, ha I have this firsthand experience. I was working at a hospital and I got we got into a situation. It was a code gray. We got into a situation where I ended up using my taser X26 dry stud and uh, I got fired. Right. I'm telling you. If you don't find value in all three of us and anybody that has been on this channel, I don't know what the fuck to say.
because <laughs> we ain't talking about this shit and ain't been through the shit. I got fired. Let me tell you what saved my ass. My motherfucking phone recording, baby. I will record the fuck out some training because it was the director of training who trained us on the tactic that I used on that person. And when and at this particular hospital, they had a uh, arbitration procedure. Right. And so the first one was you're going to your director. Right. Then you're going to the director's director. And then it's an arbitration panel of three. One person of your choosing, one person of the director's choosing, and the and one person from corporate. I knew I wasn't going to get justice at the first two levels. I appealed that shit going through the process and showed that as plaintiff's exhibit number, what was it, five? After showing that, case dismissed. I was rehired. You see what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, you got to be able to protect yourself. Because when shit goes haywire, it's politics in this shit. And you are a pawn. You gotta be a smart ass pawn. I'd rather hey, be known you as an it, now throw you the bus quick as hell. Man, I'm telling you, you gotta protect yourself. That's why they I'm, know damn well there's someone else in line coming to take your spot because they will drop you in a heartbeat. Well, I'm telling you. They got a pool of applicants, even though they may not be up to par. They'll, they'll put another warm body in a freaking seat all day, every day. I'm telling you. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. You know, and it's like, they didn't know. I mean, I was a taser instructor too. So, I mean, but I didn't tell nobody. But it was like, they didn't know, like, they expect you not to know. And I, and I got to say, I appreciate you, D'Artagnan, for even asking. That's why this platform is so important. I appreciate you. We all appreciate mm-hmm. you for asking that question. Because if you don't ask that question, you won't know. You might sit here and think you have FTOs in your own department or in your own security company that you think got your back. And you don't find out until later, got your back means I'm going to give you just a little bit, but I got the company's back. I'm a company man. I'm a sycophant. I'm this, I'm that. Or I just don't fucking know. You know, so that question was extremely important. I'm glad you asked that question. I hope you found value. Uh, in that, because what all three of us are saying comes from experience, and you don't want to find yourself in a situation where, don't get me wrong, I don't know if there's such thing as a great security company. That's subjective, right? But I think there are. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Marquise. I don't know. Marquise, man. I, I got to worry about him sometimes. Hey, as I know, hey, do the graphic nature of. Uh, don't say nothing. But so no, I'm not. I, I'm not shit. going there. And the reason shit. why I would never go there, right, is because an off day can happen. Yeah, of course, absolutely. No matter, no, absolutely. No, no matter what. So it's not about how great the company it is. It's their ability to recover and be honest with themselves. Yes. After the screw up. Yes. That's what I'm looking for. Like, and again, I hate to bring it up, the Evolde area. It's a. I'm more mad at the level of excuses mm-hmm. no one just said you know what I screwed up we didn't check these doors we didn't do this we didn't do that it was excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse and I'm like you know what if you just understanding that you fucked up let's call it what it is mm-hmm. dude 
you fucked up and your fucked up caused lives to be lost. There's too much video. And this is the problem people don't realize. I'm going to tell you like this for the rest of your life and think about this for the rest of your life. Live like your life is like you on camera every time, all the time. The videos and pictures that came out that showed all these law enforcement officers. Yes. <laughs> with rifles and shields. Yep, I got them right here. Well, one person isn't cut. Hold on for a minute. Uh... I was dumbfounded, dude. I'm like, yeah. but you know what? And the thing is, we just talked about this word, exigency. Yep. And what John talked about, John talked about some, well, the need to be involved in de-escalation. You know what we call that? The response ability zone. So we use the word response instead of responsibility, response dash ability zone. Do you see that? If I start moving forward and this person start moving back, then I'm already exceeding my responsibility because now what if this person was mentally disabled and in that bush mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know a lot yeah. of this stuff comes into play so i warn you guys if you don't understand the situation it is better to call it in and report what you see because i'm telling you now let's say if you would have responded and this person was special needs are we allowed to still say special needs i don't want to mess up your show bro Cause I don't know what's the I, what's the I, word you I don't nowadays. know. Just just go. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. Like if you don't like that's the one of the things we talked about in de-escalation is the TEB matrix, mm-hmm. thoughts, emotion, behavior matrix. If a person has certain types of behaviors, dude, it makes more sense to call someone and have someone help that person than it's to get involved and do bodily harm because you don't know how it's going to hurt. It might hurt them and you in the long run. Because God forbid. Such and such shot such and such with a pepper ball, and this person with special needs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Boy, you be on the news fast as hell. I'm telling you. Or they get they end up, they end up being allergic to something and suffer anaphylactic shock. Ooh. And you better and 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 oh, thanks for bringing that up, John. If you are doing security and you do not get training on CPR, first aid, and maybe basic level bleeding control, you are truly fucking up. One of my last assignments I was on, someone, how can I put this the nice way? The protectors of the celebrities were armed, okay? I was armed, and I had another firearm inside of a bag for heavy work. Mm -hmm. But every time I do a gig in this type of environment, I always have a tourniquet on my ankle. Excuse me. I always have a trauma kit on my ankle. And when I mentioned that to the cop, the cop was like, okay, cool. The two guys who are protecting the celebrity, I was like, oh, so y'all don't have trauma kits readily available for your celebrity if they get hit by something? Hmm. Security is more than people. It's more than people. It ain't about how many people you got and how many people are armed. How many people you got are true protectors? Protection is not just shooting somebody or whooping somebody's ass. It's also treating wounds. That's it's stopping the bleed. That's why Secret Service has the court of blood, the two, what, two three courts of blood in the president's limo. They got, you know. Well, it depends on the president because, per- you know what? Yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. Go there. That's, it. That's it. I'm not going to go there. Mm-hmm. But you're going to go there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
they got an ambo right in the back or right in the you know rear of the uh convoy the, uh, yeah King. well they probably utilized it just the other day when he fell off his bicycle oh and we're going to you voted let's watch this here we go three minutes of the shooter entering the school police had enough manpower and firepower they'd all been trained to go in but none of them did one error 14 minutes and eight seconds <coughs> how long the children waited and the teachers waited in rooms 111 to be rescued dps director steve mccraw testified that the police response in uvalde was an abject failure waiting for rifles that were already there shields that had already arrived a key they did not need because the door to the classroom where an 18 year old with an ar-15 was shooting children and teachers was not locked but no one checked it so the door was that's fucked up and we've gone back and checked in our interviews and i told you anybody touched the door and try it no one had the hearing laid much of the blame on Uvalde Schools Police Chief Pete Arredondo. I don't believe there's any training in the world that could have helped this incident, Commander. But DPS troopers were in that hallway, too. If you all would have just taken over in charge, you would have been able to save lives. So McCraw was asked why his officers didn't go in themselves. It's dangerous to self-deploy. Ava Morales' husband what? cried. She was a teacher. He's a Uvalde ISD officer. She told him she was shot. In a phone call. And what happened to him was he tried to move forward into the hallway. His he was he was detained, and they took his gun away from him and escorted him off the scene. Morales died. So did fellow teacher Irma Garcia and 19 students in the same classroom the shooter had gone to fourth grade in less than a decade before. Tomorrow is day two for this Senate committee. They were focusing on school security and police training today. Tomorrow, it is all about mental health and what they call firearm safety. New details about the UVL. That was fucked up. You geared up, ready to go, and the person who actually stopped to use the shotgun with no shield, no nothing. That's fucked up. And I'm like, come on, you had a shield? That's literally breach door, shield in. Here's the thing that I that I that I have a problem with. The DPS director saying you don't self-deploy. That's what the fuck we were taught. Who what, what? it used to be diamond formation when they were first doing immediate action rapid deployment. You wait until you got enough people to do a diamond formation bound in overwatch then it has since evolved to whoever's on scene grab your rifle grab your go bag and go 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 there ain't no motherfucking it's a danger to self-deploy you go so kevin thomas what do you mean common sense because remember common sense ain't common if the common if we don't have common knowledge on the subject matter yeah, that's true. People use common sense as a, it's a no-brainer, but that's easier said than done right. in a situation that's where that's you're... That's done. Yeah. When you're in the middle of the broken moment, you majority of the people, I'm sorry to say, have no clue what the hell they're going to do. Everyone yep. can talk big games, you know what I mean? Until that bullet whizzes past your head. Like mm. Mike, I said it before, Mike Tyson. Everybody got a plan until they got busted in the mouth. Yep. And that's the whole thing. That's the reason why I asked about common sense. Common sense only exists when common knowledge on the subject matter exists. Because unfortunately, 
You got people who are talking about common sense gun laws, and that's just a knee-jerk reaction. There's no such thing as a common sense gun law because there's one law that has always existed. Don't kill people. And they talking. Let me phrase that. Don't murder people. Right. I was just saying, yeah, you got to change that up, Marquise, because yeah, can't don't murder people. Murder. And then they talking about a motherfucking shield. Uh, when we did active shooter training, we ain't had no goddamn shield. No one had shields. We ain't had no motherfucking shield. And it was direct to threat. Yes. You went up well, in there. Phrase that. It was direct to threat after 2000. Um, when was um, Columbine? 1999, 1999 or 98. 99, I believe. So 2000. I want to say 2004 or five. They started going with direct to threat. I want to say 2004 or five. I could be wrong, but it wasn't right after Columbine. Like I said, yeah, I know you remember you used to be the diamond formation, you bound to overwatch, stuff like that, you know, going down the hall, different yeah. people kind of do, you know, things a little differently. And, and, but, and stopping doors. Yeah. And it was like, as you, as you was going by the hallway, as you was driving towards the threat, some of some people were trained to stop the other doors from opening up as they were going towards the threat. Right. So in case there was a threat in there and you got time to clear the rooms, that's what you was doing. You was locking those doors on the way. People was peeling off. But again, it depends on how big your team is. Depends on how many doors, mm-hmm. the hallways. And again, direct to... Damn it, I wish I could remember the year direct to threat was initiated. Because that's what they said happened in one of the active shooters. I hate that term. One of the active threats was people were dying because they were trying to clear rooms instead of yeah. getting directly to the threat. And I can't think of which incident it was, though. Yeah, I'm looking at. Damn it, I can't think I'm of it. it. Direct to threat. I don't. I don't. Uh no, nah, that's what I'm seeing. That's it's not twenty. It's not twenty twenty. I know that much, but this is. I see what. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, I want to say before. I want to say before it was 06. I want it was before 06. Yeah, yeah, but I know this. Shit, get your go bag. Get your rifle. Go. We're not waiting for a team. You don't have people. You, if there's people on the ground bleeding, you don't have time to stop and save them. You're not trying to triage shit. You're going straight towards the sound of the gunfire. You, 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 uh, you go between dynamic and slowing it down. Dynamic and slowing it down. When you hit the sound of gunfire, you're going towards the sound of gunfire. You're negotiating. You're not not negotiating, but you're uh, eliminating that threat. You know. Um, yeah, I, I was just. Saddened to see the director of public safety say, well, it's dangerous to self-deploy when that's the very essence of immediate action, rapid deployment. You know, they were waiting on uh, rams, you know, kick that door in. I, I, As many times as we kick doors in, I just don't understand all these damn excuses. I don't get it's it. It's allowed. This is our new generation. Our new generation has a bunch of reasons why stuff don't go a certain way. It's a, it, and I, I'm sorry, it's this new, it's this new profound studies that we're doing now. It's a new behavior that there is an excuse for why a person hasn't done something correctly. Yeah, there's not. It, it's it's new. Let's see if this new one has anything uh, to say. Hey, real quick, hey guys, I got to bounce. All right, dude. I don't believe you. Later. All right now. Here we go. LD school shooting continued to emerge. Now, a report says police never tried to open the door to classrooms where children were trapped with that shooter. 
The report is from the San Antonio Express News. It says a law enforcement source close to the investigation tells them surveillance footage shows officers never tried to open two classroom doors. That source also told the Express News police may have assumed the door was locked, but investigators now believe the gunman could not have locked it from the inside. In a different report from the New York Times, a senior sheriff's deputy says two Uvalde officers had a chance to shoot the gunman outside the school before his deadly rampage. But those officers did not shoot because they worried about bullets hitting children who were playing outside in the line of fire. That would be the second missed opportunity to stop the gunman. Officials say a school district police officer drove past the shooter without seeing him in the school parking lot. 19 students and two teachers were killed. By now, I think everyone has heard of what happened. Yeah, that's crazy. And I, I like this guy's video right here uh, from the channel Legal Eagle. Uh, it's long, about 15 minutes. Uh, definitely informative because you know what? I think people are going to try to sue. The, I told you. Yeah, but the thing is, what can they get out of that suit? Whatever the judge will allow. But the judge won't allow. And let me tell you why. Public duty doctrine, right? I uh, believe you a public duty doctrine. Yeah. And I give you that. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't excuse a school being unsecure during school hours. Yeah, but there was, and I, I kind of want to play his video, but I'm probably not going. I mean, I get copyright strikes that are not bad against my channel anyway for playing other people's stuff. Because it's fair use according to the Copyright Act. Um, right. You're scrolling at the bottom of the screen. That's why I got that thing scrolling. And I haven't gotten a strike since because I got that scrolling citing that copyright law. Because that's why we're using their content for that purpose. Um, but he did an excellent job explaining why if they do file suit, it will probably be stricken. Because what's up, Mark Quinn? What's up, man? Q's on deck. Um, if, uh, if they attempt to file suit, how it may not go anywhere. So I would say it depends on what they say in the suit. It has to be something specific, especially if there's any, okay. So this is what I would say. If they can prove negligence on the school's behalf, they got a lawsuit. Because why would doors be un <clears throat> excuse me? Why would doors be unsecured during school hours? Yeah. Why would it be easy for a person to walk inside the school during school hours? Why, 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 why? And like I said, it would depends on what's in the news not the newsletter. Um oh my god, whatever manuals that they give the 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 the, the parents. Right. You know, it's got to be in there. It's something in there. And like I said, negligence is easy to prove. Did this man get, and this is a man, did this man get into the school? Yes. Was the school unsecure? Yes. Let's, pl let's play this and see what he says. Here we go. Rising out of the Parkland situation. In late 2020, the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals cited the Castle Rock and DeShaney cases and dismissed a lawsuit brought by the victims of the Parkland, Florida shooting at the Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Now there, the students alleged that the county sheriff and deputies incompetently responded to an active shooter situation, violating their due process rights. 
The deputies knew that the shooter was uh, a danger to the community and school officials had also known that the shooter was deeply troubled and had made threats. The plaintiffs alleged that the, the deputies had failed to intervene during the shooting. And they also noted that one deputy prevented EMS from providing life-saving care and blocking them from entering the school during the shooting. The 11th Circuit Court of Appeals, which is one step below the Supreme Court, found that a plaintiff could only allege a substantive due process claim in two situations. First, when the person was in the government's custody. And second, when a government official's conduct is arbitrary or shocks the conscience. Now, first, the court held that the children were not in police custody. And as far as shocking the conscience, the court held that in an active shooter situation, police have to make split-second decisions in the midst of chaos. In this situation, quote, an official's conduct will shock the conscience only when it stems from a, quote, purpose to cause harm. That so when you look yeah, at the, that was a lawsuit against the police, that was a lawsuit against the school. Well, this, but the school is going to fall into the same, uh, the, the school is going to fall into the same category because they are a public entity and the public duty doctrine applies that they I say a... no only because it doesn't explain why you're not locking doors we already had this discussion about police not having a reason to ever come save your life mm -hmm. we've already discussed that so the lawsuit against the police that was dumb because i already gave people three cases that would have showed you why you would never ever win against cops on not saving people's lives yeah you're not gonna win on that yeah but if i went after the school for negligence and complacency yeah that's something totally different that's gonna we, be a, you're not gonna you're not gonna win a case against a cop unless a cop harms you directly yeah that's gonna be a good one you're not gonna win that but going after a school for complacency and negligence mm -hmm. hell yeah let's go that's gonna be a good one that's gonna be a good one Right, yeah, because well, my thing is, what would be the valid excuse? What valid excuse could you have for a door being accessible to outside entities at any time of the day during school hours? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely one. Um, and if they do it. Conscience only when oh, it stems from. Yep. Let's see if he had more to say. You know what? Let's play the rest of this and see what else he has to say. And then we'll move on to the Chicago. Uh... But like I say, it just depends. I think the Partland case was only literally towards the cops. It never went after the school. So yeah, my point is just kind of an irrelevant case. Yeah. If it only went towards the cops. Yeah. 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 That is. That is. I can see that being an issue. Yeah. It's irrelevant. Yeah. If it's literally suing the cops. Warren versus DC would have told you South v Maryland, yeah, South v Maryland, mm -hmm. eighteen fifty six. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Those cases would have already told you no, you can't sue a cop for not doing their job, right, right, because their job is based on a group, a duty of owed. people. Yep. Yeah, and that's the loophole. Yep, a duty owed to all is a duty owed to none. A duty owed to all is duty owed to none. All right, let's go ahead and go to the Senate talking. Oh, uh, yeah, the gun law changes. Here we go. After uh, weeks of negotiations, the Senate on the verge of passing the most significant changes to gun laws in 30 years. The bill clearing a significant hurdle last night with the help of 14 Republican votes. On this vote... The yeas are 64. How important was it for Congress to prove this issue wasn't too big for you? If this time, after Uvalde, 
we threw up our hands and said we can't do anything, I just think it would be a crisis of democracy. Senator John Cornyn spurred to action by the horrific school shooting in his home state last month was booed at the Texas GOP convention recently as he tried to explain the bill. Well, if I listened to all of the critics, uh, I wouldn't get much done. But getting backup today from the Senate's top Republican. This time, the Democrats came our way. The result is a product I'm proud to support. The compromise bill nearly derailed over what's called the boyfriend loophole. Negotiators finally agreeing that serious dating partners who have been convicted of domestic abuse cannot purchase a firearm. The bill also incentivizes states to pass red flag laws to temporarily take away guns from people courts deem dangerous. It also includes enhanced federal background checks for gun buyers under 21. The suspects in the Buffalo and Uvalde shootings were both 18 years old. There's also $15 billion in new funding for mental health programs and school security upgrades. It doesn't focus on criminals. My view is we should be focused on criminals who commit these crimes. Today we learned at least one House Republican will support this bill when it gets to that chamber. Tony Gonzalez, who represents the shattered community of Uvalde. Thanks. Yeah. So I got to look at that one again, though. It said that the partners of domestic. How, how did they address that? Serious, Serious dating, dating partners, partners of uh, convicted of domestic abuse cannot purchase firearms. But you can't purchase a firearm anyway, pursuant to the Laudenberg Amendment. So. Well, OK, so what's the definition of a serious dating partner? Shit, serious, bro. She said, I mean, she cause, said, cause, I do. Because you know what's hilarious about that statement? Serious yeah. dating partner. Okay, so if a person is in a relationship with someone who is convicted of domestic abuse. Maybe she's getting the D and that's serious. Be a lot. Who's approved that you in a serious relationship? Firearm uh, self-protection says hookups more than once. I'm just saying, if she getting a D. That, that's the stupidest shit. Okay, so I like it to a certain extent based on the fact that you're pretty much saying that a person in a relationship with a felon sh shouldn't be getting a gun? I don't. Rashid. I'm not a hundred percent under. I. Um, what is serious dating partners like? What's the what's the statutory timeline? What does that even mean? Right, and my thing is, I like the person at the end of the video who said we need to focus more on making sure criminals are looked at for these crimes. Right. I love that statement because that is the one thing no one has fucking done. No one has told me what you're doing about criminals. Do you think it's going to pass, though? With, uh, with the amount of rhinos in office right now, I can see it. Yeah. With the amount of rhinos, I can see it. I'm just afraid of red flag laws being used against people. For no legitimate purpose other than to hurt them and take away their guns. But who cares? 
That's what a red flag. That's what a red flag law is. Yeah. It's never about just doing the right thing, and for people who you know have mentally. I mean, and I ain't talking about some. Oh, well, that motherfucker crazy. No, I mean true mental issues. Yep. Okay. Yep. Not because y'all used to date and he got guns or she got guns and she made you upset and you like fuck this bitch. And then all of a sudden, boom. You know. Now y'all not dating no more. I'm gonna get everything out. I'm gonna get all his guns taken away from him. Yeah, I ain't talking about nothing like that. It, and that's why I'm where red flag laws, where it's horrible, is that that's a guilty to proven innocent scenario. Take guns and then prove why you're not crazy. Right. Yeah. Like, like really? That's where we at right now? Because if that's the case, how come we can't sue? the federal government for 13 mass shootings, excuse me, 13 active threats where they knew the person mm-hmm. was going to do the act. And they knew the person did. shouldn't have firearms. Yep. They knew, 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 knew. And they did nothing. Did nothing at all. But you knew, and we ain't talk about some hearsay. You had full proof that these people going to commit these acts and you did nothing. Yep. Or let's talk about hell. Let's talk about the most recent one, Aurora. Yeah, we still this don't hear anything is. about Maryland, huh? Still didn't hear anything about what happened in Maryland. You're not going to. Yeah, you're not going to. When you look at Aurora, he got a Foy card, had a gun, got caught after he did a concealed carry course, and they did a different background check More that sure. revealed that he was a felon. Then the state sent a letter. Mind you, you just found out this dude was a felon who has a gun and has a FOIA card. You sent a letter to a non-law-abiding citizen hoping he would do the right thing and bring a gun and his FOIA card to the police department? Right. And you knew he was an active... He was actually he was a violent felon? And he was like, he go a letter. We're making sure that you, on your own recognizance and your own conscience, go to the police station and turn a gun in. (laughs) Good luck in that shit. Dude. Good luck on that. I I had a person show up to my, I remember in the military, I got arrested for missing a court date for a ticket. But you telling me a known violent felon is going to get a letter about a gun? That's some dumb shit. Yeah, the law only works for criminals. Right. It is a revolving door. Don't be a law-abiding citizen because why? What's the point? You file your taxes, you cross the street with the uh with the with the little walk signal, you do everything you're supposed to do and your the laws they create hinder you, not bad guys. And then because get, how does stopping law by a citizen slow down guns for criminals? True. Jeremy says, "Wow, now if you have an ex, all they have to do is make something up on you, and there goes your firearms." That's what I'm afraid of. That's what I'm afraid of. Well, we're gonna have to watch and see how this unfolds. This is sad. I'm telling you, it's a pop. I, I almost want to put money. It might pass, and I'm going to tell you why. It's almost time for elections. 
And they're getting something out of it. Yep. Yeah. Like I tell you like this, you want to see how laws work? Follow the money. Yeah. People can say whatever the hell they want to say about Trump. But I'm going to tell you like this. There's nothing worse than a man you can't pay off. Yep. Yep. And with that note, we're going to cut this. Yeah, because he's going to get back to his show. And I'm going to get to something to eat. And you all going to enjoy the rest of your night. Because I got to get something. I'm hungry now. So, <laughs> some fat shit. I, I'm fasting. Fat I, yeah. Fasting. Oh. Oh, my God. Why? I... I'm changing what I eat. I need to fucking. I got like fifty some pounds. I need to lose. Okay, so since we're talking about it, you're not dieting, right? You're just changing. Some, you're making different life. Yes, yes. Okay. I'm not yeah, dieting. I always, tell, I always tell people never diet. No. Change like make lifestyle choices. Yeah, and do things in moderation. Yeah, and fasting is fasting is okay, but be careful with fasting. Not my fasting. Be- I'm just changing shit. Oh, oh, okay. okay. That's what I need to see. Fat Mike. Thanks, buddy. Shit. You're right, though. <laughs> yeah. I thought you said, that's why you, when you said fasting, I was like, well, here's the thing with fasting is that take your time with that. Yeah. Because what people don't realize with starving yourself, oh, technically, no. with no fasting, you're technically starving yourself. Yeah, I know. But I can't do that shit. if it's, you have to gradually put yourself into it because yeah. if you fast and you really haven't done it, your body holds on to the fat cells. Yes, of course. Because yeah. it's like, yo, you ain't fed me, so I'm going to just... We don't know when we're going to get fed again. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, if you just doing moderation, moderation mm-hmm. is good, bro. Yeah, that's you what know, I'm doing. And moderation... You know, changing, yeah, yeah. changing what you like to eat or uh, what you're going to eat and then, you know, hitting the gym, you know. But you can't outwork a bad diet, so... Oof. Well... I. <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I hate to say it. Yeah, I'm only in the gym for two hours because I do a full body workout every time I go to the gym. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I eat what I want. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I'm kind of, but I, but you know I eat in moderation. Yeah, I'm just sitting here gorging myself with bad stuff every day. Mm-hmm. You gotta have your cheat meals every now and then because it's it's worth it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you know it's been working. Eating, I've been losing slowly, but I've been losing. I'm looking at this water. I'm about to drink lemon water. I love lemon water. Where, where are you at now for water intake as far as per day? Ooh, I've been drinking at least two and a half liters, which is better than what I've been drinking, which is I haven't been drinking a lot of water. I have now. Lately, I have. But before, I fucking hated water. I ain't gonna lie. I'm seeing yeah, looking at all. What, what I've always been told is half your body weight in ounces. Yeah, but I put lemon in my water, straight lemon. Like, yeah, like, that's fine. Yeah. You know, water, lemon, yeah. you, you got to make it enjoyable. Hell I mean, that's yeah, so much straight water. Ugh. Yeah, like, and, and I would say this too: if it's if it, it it may help, it may not help. Good. So what I do for dinner, excuse me, for lunch and dinner, is I put a little bit of apple cider vinegar in about twenty to twenty four ounces of water, shake it up, and as I'm eating, I'm sipping that down because it helps out with your insulin levels and your digestion. Thank you for that. And I, I drink apple no, cider, but it's like in the morning. So oh no, so no. So the thing is, is I I used to do the shot stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it didn't make sense to me because with the water while you're eating, it's something totally different. Yeah. And then um, other than that, um, the, the the true secret: if you're not sweating, not pooping, and not pissing, you're not losing weight. I'm doing all three of those things. So yeah. <laughs> 
Because I, I, I remember <laughs> back in the day, I had a person, oh my God, I want to lose weight, but I don't like sweating. How the fuck? <laughs> how you doing that? <laughs> how? I'm like, what, what, what are you doing? Right, what are you doing? You doing? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, because, and I'm going to tell you like this. Yeah. When you start to have the change too, like yeah. in your body and everything else, mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you like this. Measure your neck now and figure some stuff out. Because I'm going to tell you like this. Trying to find a dress shirt is horrible for me. Mm-hmm. Of course. Because a 19-inch neck mm-hmm. and trying to go to a store to buy a dress shirt. Right. I got material, dude, that is ridiculous. So I have to find people who custom make shirts right. for people who actually lift. Right. Because if not, bruh, you being that bad boy with a John Travolta shirt on, you got nothing but material and everything going. It's ridiculous, right. bro. Right, right. Like you wearing balloon attire. Right. What's up, Rob? All right, guys. Yeah, Patan said you're giving great advice, of course. Look at his ass, man. Are you serious? Look. Of course. <laughs> right. Yeah, and like it's all it is, man. I, matter of fact, we need to have a conversation on that one day. Maybe we can talk about besides mental health, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because I will say this again. Yes, please, 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 please. I'm begging y'all. Work is one thing. You have to train yourself to rest. You have to, and I'm gonna tell you like this. You just do whatever you want after you're hearing this. You gotta learn how to put yourself to bed. And what I mean by that, you gotta stop watching television right before sleep. You have to start rendering your brain and starting up your psychotic, oh my God, psychotic rhythm. Can't think of the word, damn it. Um, That's but it. it's, 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 I wanna say it's cicadic. I wanna okay. say cicadic rhythm. Okay. But what it is is that you have to turn your brain and your eyes off to go to bed. So your phones, right? Your phones have eye comfort shields which takes away all the blue light out of your um, screen the blue light is actually waking you up and keeping you up switch it down to your eye comfort shield iPhone has a little cool trick where you can actually turn the screen red Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that way as you're looking at your phone if you decide you need to look at your phone before bed you can at least look at it in an eye comfort shield and it's actually helping your brain shut down so you can go to sleep yeah all right, and don't watch anything mentally stimulated before you go to bed. Because now your mind won't stop. It won't stop. I or worst it. case scenario, it enters your dream, yeah. and you're dreaming about what you just saw. Which is why I stopped watching true crime stuff right before bed because I'm trying to solve cases while I'm sleeping. Yeah. So again, that's just my tip, man. Please learn how to put yourself to sleep and learn how to actually rest. Being on your grind 24-7 does not make a difference if you don't know how to sleep and rest. And where the true muscle and weight loss start? Sleeping. Yeah. That's when you burn fat. That's, what I'm That's when you start reconstructing your body. When about. you're resting. That's what I'm about to do. In a little bit. That's right. This trigger with Destructor Mike. Y'all know what it is. Come back next Wednesday. More to talk about. Hopefully no more mass shootings. Come on, guys. This has got to stop. But it's not going to stop till we start focusing on family. That is for sure all right so uh any last words marquise before we bug out mm. um just a reminder doing a covert carry class july 16th it's a hundred percent everyday carry whatever you normally carry as a concealed carrier is the only thing you can bring to that class 
No fancy rigs, no fancy competition stuff, unless you compete in an EDC manner, a.k.a. covert, a.k.a. concealed carry manner. Mm -hmm. That's what the class is about. It ain't about the fanciest guns you got. It ain't about the fanciest belts. It's literally about what do you wear every day and how do you conceal? Outstanding. Outstanding. All right, y'all. We are out. Go get something to eat. Get some rest. Enjoy your summer. Stay safe. Until next Wednesday, we are out. another video. Alright, we're out, y'all. Bye. Right. <laughs> you had to end it that way. <laughs> yeah, I was giving Kevin Thomas a tip. <laughs> <laughs>